Bill, you keep using the word eternal life. Is it really possible to be sure of going to heaven? Well, according to the promise that Jesus gave, he said, if anyone hears my word and believes him who sent me, he has eternal life. He doesn't come into judgment, and he's already passed out of death and into life. Well, Larry, that's a, another way of saying that is that it, it's a done deal. Once we believe, Christ says we have eternal life. That is now. Now, if it was something I could lose, then it was never eternal, and I never had it in the first place. It turns out to be an unconditional offer with no strings. It sounds, uh, you know, again, too good to be true. Um, if I can be sure I'm going to heaven and I'll never lose it, why should I be good? <laughs> what motivation would there be for me to live a good life? Well, the Bible has a tremendous amount to say about the, about the importance of living a good life. We're supposed to live good lives. It's just that living a good life has nothing to do with getting us into heaven. Though there may be many more reasons for people who know they're going to heaven for living a good life, I'll give you five. And the first one is gratitude. Once we understand how bad our problem is, that Jesus paid the ultimate price for us, that he gave us the gift of eternal life by sacrificing himself, how could we not have a grateful heart? How could we not want to thank and please the one who made that sacrifice for us by the way we live our lives? So you mean it's a matter of want to, not have to. Exactly. The second reason for living a good life is that Jesus promised not only eternal life, but he promised a, a full and meaningful life between here and heaven. Well, we get eternal life by receiving the gift, no strings, no conditions. But this meaningful life does have a condition, and that condition is that we trust God's instructions for living our lives. If I really believe that God loves me and that he wants the best for me, therefore, and if I admit that he might just know a little bit more than me, why wouldn't I eagerly want to follow him? Frankly, uh, I don't want to be the guy who climbs the ladder of, his, of success, gets to the top of the ladder, and then finds out it was leaning on the wrong wall. I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize what I missed. There's a God who loved me enough to send his son to die for me, who, who also said he wants to give me joy, meaning, peace, and fulfillment in this life. Uh, I don't want to miss that. So a very powerful motivation for me for living a good life, even though I know it has nothing to do with getting to heaven, is simply I want that full life. I want help in getting the joy, the peace, and the fulfillment now. All right, I like that one. Uh, what's number three? Well, third reason for living a good life is that there are always natural consequences to making the wrong choices in life. When God says not to do A, B, or C, it's not that he's trying to ruin our fun, but it's because he loves us and wants to protect us. It's sort of like there are landmines out there, and he's given us a map on how to avoid the landmines. I don't like pain, and I try to avoid it. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I, I've always found that avoiding pain is easier than trying to fix it. Well, here's another reason. Uh, according to the Bible, God's like a father who, who loves his child enough to discipline him. Uh, I don't want to experience the discipline of God, wh whatever form that might take. But remember, even that discipline is loving. 
My father disciplined me plenty, but never when I didn't need it. And as a result, there were plenty of bad things I didn't get into simply from a healthy fear that my very loving father would discipline me. And of course, what child wants to disappoint a loving father? I don't like that one as much, Bill. That, that brings back a lot of painful memories. What, what's the fifth one? Well, the fifth one is reward. Now, heaven itself is not a reward. It, it's a gift. But the Bible talks about the possibility of rewards for those who are going to heaven, even if that reward's simply a well-done, good and faithful servant given by the one who died for me. Reward in heaven will be based on what we did with the time and the energy that God gave us and and how we used it for his purposes. C.S. Lewis said that Christians are supposed to think about the next life and that if we do, it'll have a wonderful impact on the way we live this life here on earth. He said that those who had the most impact on this life were the ones who thought the most about the next. Aim at heaven, he said, and you'll get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you get neither. Neither. 